This episode of the Brunch and Slay podcast is brought to you by Partnership and Sponsorship One-on-One, a digital course created for all of you go-getters striving to gain partnership and support from brands who value you and your audience. Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sain, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best life every day. And this week I'm talking to you guys about my journey in entrepreneurship. I get a lot of questions about it. A lot of people ask me, you know, do I have a side hustle? Uh, how did I get to do entrepreneurship full time? Uh, how did this thing get started? So I figured I'd take a few minutes and answer some questions for you guys. As many as I, well, you know, just give you a little breakdown. Because I know a lot of times we just have questions and, you know, I try to understand that. So Here's the first thing. I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I've always wanted to own my own business. I have had several businesses prior to Brunch and Slay. Obviously, none of them, well, not obviously, because you don't know, none of them really were successful, not in the way that you would think about. I, I learned a lot in them. I've had partners. I've had partners disappear on me. I had partnerships that didn't work out. Uh, what I learned from that is I wasn't supposed to have necessarily a partner. That's not what was intended for me. I had a try to have a cleaning service with some friends that only lasted about two weeks. I had an event planning company by myself. I had an event planning company with a colleague, a coworker that failed quickly. She disappeared on me. I had one with a close friend. We did pretty well. Our schedules were just crazy. It didn't work out as far as that went, but we were able to stay friends. We're still friends to this day. Um, what else? babysitting company back when I was a kid. Uh, what else? Watering grass and all that for the neighbors. I just always wanted my own money. So I started working when I was 15 years old at a dry cleaner. I worked at Sonic, which is one of my most favorite jobs in this world. I still love that. Uh, I don't know why I love that job so much. I don't know if it was the time in my life or what, but that's always like one of my most favorite jobs. But yeah, I Worked in telemarketing uh, through in high school and in college. I worked uh, for a tax company, a big mortgage company. And then I went into higher education for proprietary college. I worked with them, started out in outside sales, worked my way up to national sales director for one particular uh, part of the department, which was field sales, and then regional uh, sales director for a the same college and it was uh, for the inside sales team so I had those positions at the same time so when you hear me talk about my sales experience that's where that comes from that's what I did for the bulk of my career outside of college I worked with them for about 10 years and then after prior, after that or not after that during that I was laid off six months pregnant a lot of you guys might know that um, it was something I knew that was a possibility. I'm not going to say I didn't. It still didn't feel good to be broken up with, but it happened. And that was the catalyst that made me realize I really wanted to be able to do it for myself. Now, being 100% transparent, prior to being laid off, I was already working on my exit strategy, I already knew what I wanted to do. So I thought I wanted to go into a totally different direction. Um, I wanted to open a really cool, 
nail spa, beauty bar kind of thing. And uh, that didn't work out. So when that didn't work out, I got quiet, tried to figure out what to do. Thank God my husband had some ideas. He pushed me in the right direction. And the rest is brunch and sleigh. The rest is history, as they say. So I started brunch and sleigh. And the reason I was able to start brunch and sleigh and not have to have a side job during the beginning of it. And, and as we started, because a lot of people ask me this question, which, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and answer it now. So hopefully I have ne never have to answer again. I had a savings. So there's no, no secret. I had a savings and I had a very supportive husband. So because of that, I was able to take a chance to like invest in myself. So there wasn't any trust fund. There wasn't this big, you know, my husband's very supportive, but I'm not a kept woman. You know, I've, I've definitely worked hard to be able to start this company or start a company. So yeah, that's how I started. And I was pushed into this as far as leaving corporate. Cause I I'm one of those people I would have, I would not have, it would have took a while for me to quit my job to do something like brunch and stuff, I'm gonna be honest with you. I would not have taken that chance. But because it's funny, it's not funny, it's just awesome how life works. I had a new baby and I wasn't too keen on putting her in, in daycare at the time and my husband wasn't either. So I had to figure something out and I wasn't ready really to be gone from her that long, but I definitely wanted my own, you know? So I really, wasn't able to do like I would have done in a past life. Like I would have just normally did my own thing, got a new job and kept nurturing Brent and Slay. And I probably still would be working in, in some corporate America or some for someone else. That wasn't what the universe had for me. So through number one, I won't call them sacrifices because I don't think it's a sacrifice, but to own my own business and to do brunch and like full time, I have lived extremely lean. I have cut back on so many things. I have watched every dime, every penny and every nickel. And I have invested most, you know, back into this brand. I have taken my time. I have built relationships and I have tried, done everything I can to cultivate a brand that's worth following, that's worth your likes, worth your subscriptions, worth your sharing, worth your attendance. And I hope that you enjoy it. And if there's something that you want more of, I hope that you'll be vocal about it because this is my full-time thing and I, and I want to keep it that way. So I want feedback and I want to give you what you want. And I want to listen to the audience that actually supports me. So um, I also want to talk about, and you hear me talk about this all the time. A lot of times people think in starting your own business, you should really rely on your circle or your friends or your family a whole lot more. I'm thankful for my family who reposts, who's proud of me, who shares. I'm thankful for my husband walking to his coworkers desk, asking them, have they heard the podcast? He's awesome like that. Uh, I'm thankful for those friends who listen, those cousins who share, those followers who share, man, that means everything to me, but I don't, I don't expect it. And nor am I mad at them if they don't listen to every episode. If they've never listened to at least once, that's that y'all do better. Just do better. At least listen to one, you know, listen, go back and listen to one of the most listens, pick one of the most listens and listen to it. But uh, I don't expect that every week because everything isn't for everybody. I don't like football. So if, if I had a cousin or a friend who played professional football, I would not watch every game. That's just the truth because I don't like football. So they might not like female empowerment. Like they, not might, they might not be into the brunch and lifestyle. I'm cool with that. That doesn't mean they don't love me. That doesn't mean they don't support me. 
I get that. And I'm thankful for that. But they support me in other ways, just by cheering for me. They might just support me by when next time they see me and I'm at home or they see me out and they say, I am so proud of you. I see you doing your thing. That's enough for me. Because the main thing about Brunch and Slate is about doing your own thing, your own damn thing, and marching to the beat of your own damn drum and not wait, being worried about what anybody else thinks and being 100% unapologetic about seeking your truth and pursuing your dreams. So my dreams are my dreams, not their dreams, not your dreams. They are mine. So because of that, I don't get in my feelings. And I say that because I want to just kind of encourage somebody. Like, Target those people who are liking you, those people who are subscribing, who are reading your blog posts, who are coming to your fundraisers, who are supporting you in your book drives, who are doing those things for you. Keep working with them and don't spend any energy on people who aren't because they aren't your target audience anyway. Okay. Um, and when you have big ideas, get quiet. Don't share out. Every time something happens, don't open your mouth. Don't jump right in and start sharing that with everybody. More Brunch and Slay after this. Are you out there trying to figure out how to connect with brands and how to get them to help you make your dreams come true? Don't panic. I totally understand where you're coming from. When I first started Brunch and Slay, I was in way over my head. I knew I had something that other people could relate to, but I didn't know exactly how to connect with brands to get them to understand my dream. And I didn't know how to talk to them and get them to support me. That was until I did a whole lot of homework. Once I did that homework, I got my sea legs. And after doing so much homework, I figured out this was some information that I had to share with others, which is why I created Sponsorship and Partnership 101. It's a 20 minute digital course located on brunchandslay.com where you can find out everything I do to partner with brands like Kroger, Microsoft, NARS, and so many more. It's been a great journey and I am happy to share the information with you. Head on over to brunchandslay.com to learn everything you need to know about Sponsorship and Partnership 101. And now back to Brunch and Slay. Just get quiet. Keep it to yourself. Keep your cards to your chest, as they say in the gambling world, and do you. And when it's time to talk, you'll be ready and you have all your ducks in a row. And anything that they could have possibly said to deter you will be too late because you'll already be willing and dealing, shaking and freaking baking. So I, my friends will even tell you, I get quiet. I don't share. I don't need any distraction. It's not because I don't believe in them or trust them. People can inadvertently discourage you. They might just say something like, oh, I didn't know you were into that. And it could be the tone because they're thinking about something else, but you take it a whole nother way. And the next thing you know, you are dream deferred. So quit telling everybody your business. Um, and then find your tribe. Being an entrepreneur who's not for the faint of heart, you need people who you can call, when things aren't going your way, you need a good comfy closet to go cry in and hide in. You need a good time timer and stopwatch to give yourself some cutoff time from that. And you need people who've been where you are, who can walk you through it, people who are where you are so that they can relate to you. Uh, you need that. 
So look for it. And the only way to find that is that now Facebook has tons of great groups and you just kind of got to go through the groups and figure out if, if it's a fit for you or not. And if not Facebook, your community, I'm sure there's tons of stuff going on at SBA, Small Business Association, a score that's pretty much in every city. Those are government funded organizations. There are networking groups everywhere. Get out there in whatever industry you're in, find out that, find that group, find those meetups, ask people who you admire, uh, that you find on social media, ask them, can you take them for a coffee? Can you get them a tea? Can you pick their brain? Can you pump, meet them at the gas station while they're pumping their gas? Can you buy them a tank of gas? Where are they filling up? Like whatever it takes, get creative, <laughs> get creative. You know, some of the things I do to cut back on costs, like I was telling my girlfriend, a lot of times when I was first starting out, everybody wanted to have coffee meetings at Starbucks. You know, that's how you meet people. That's how you figure out if y'all can work together, whatever. Well, Starbucks adds up. And I don't like to patronize a business and go in without buying anything. First of all, y'all who keep doing that, that is so rude to go to Starbucks for three hours and not buy one thing or get a cup of water. Stop that. Think about if that was your business. I don't care how big they are. That's not cool. So what I would do is use Bing. Bing is the Microsoft search engine equivalent to Google. I would, you know, so Bing has this really cool thing to where if you use their database to search, like you would use Google, they give you points and those points add up and you can get gift certificates with those points like Chipotle, McDonald's, Target, Amazon gift cards, Starbucks gift cards. So I literally would go on Bing every day and they give you points for searching from your phone and points for searching from your laptop or desktop. I would search for both. And I would get those maximum points every day and I would trade them in for Starbucks gift cards. And I would just keep them, download the app and keep uploading those gift cards to the app. And so every time I would have meetings, I just use those free points. You have to learn how to be creative. You have to learn how to finagle things. Um, you know, you have to learn places that you can meet that are free because every time you meet someone, you might not have it in your budget. That might be uh, something that's not in your marketing budget or meetup budget for the month. So get creative. Uh, don't be embarrassed by that. And also don't ask people out and don't pick up. It's like kind of standard. If somebody reaches out, to, if you reach out to somebody and say, can I meet you for coffee? You should buy the coffee. Hello. You should buy the coffee. You should buy the tea, the water, whatever they're offering it shouldn't be separate check because you've asked them to go out of their way to use their gas to come meet you someplace, do better, you know, uh, or be convenient and say, I'd like to meet you where it's convenient for you. They might have someplace they're already going to be, and they might give you that five minutes before their lunch meeting, you know, be smart about it. So that's one of the things. So find your tribe and then set some goals set. I had to set, 18 month goals and that's not had to but that's what i do i have 18 month goals and i look at those they're on my wall i'm looking at them right now i make it cute because that's what keeps me engaged uh i look at each quarter and i look at it on a weekly basis i check in okay where am i with this did that one work did we nix that okay some things i get to way more in advance than others some things i'm still working on from first quarter a lot of things i've knocked out the park but typically what i do is if i see it in front of me every day it's not going to go unnoticed it's not going to get left behind i'm not going to cut any corners because it's my goals i put everything on there from uh, how many new followers or new listeners I want on this podcast, how many sub uh, subscribers, how many reviews, how many new uh, pop-ups I want to do, what brands I want to target to work with. I break it down by category, and then I put that in each quarter. 
And I work on that every week. And my weekly to-do list is how I start my week. I have a one long list that I write every week. And I look at that quarter and I say, what do I need to do to move forward to accomplish the goals of this quarter? And I put it all in one list. And then daily, I break down that list by category. And I try to do as much of that as I possibly can. Um, and that's just how I work. I'm, that's what that works for me. That's what I need. Um, and then I also celebrate the wins. There's some, been some great things happening. Every day, there's something great. There's something worth celebrating. I try my best in those moments to give them the power that they deserve because I know I am extremely blessed to live the life I am living. I'm extremely blessed to be in a country where I can pursue my dreams, where this little girl from DeSoto, Texas, uh, who became a woman and somebody's mama and somebody's wife can, in her thirties, create something that she always wanted, but never knew she needed. You know, I'm blessed because of that. And so if nothing else, I can just look at that and I can say, wow, look at how far I've come. And I'm not anywhere near where I want to be, but I celebrate those wins. And I research a lot. You guys hear me talk about that all the time. I'm researching how to get those goals, like what software is out there that can help me achieve it? What companies can I partner with? And when I'm researching, like recently, I have been looking for PR companies to work with. I reached out to quite a few. I had them pitch me. I narrowed it down to what I wanted to use them on for the year. And I don't feel pressure. People will try to pressure you into getting their product right then. Don't feel pressure about that. Use it when you need it. Be smart with your budget. Don't deviate. And, and when you can cut corners, cut corners because everything doesn't have to be perfect. Everything doesn't have to be the best of the best. There's levels to this. You can upgrade those things later. You know, you can upgrade a PR firm, give somebody a chance. You know, one thing I definitely use is internships.com. It's a great resource to be able to have people help me out. A lot of times it's college students who get college credits in exchange for working with me. That's a resource I use all the time. Um, so internships.com. Um, and then help other people. No matter how busy you are, there's someone you can help. When you get, you get what you give, period. So that's self-explanatory. You know, I told you guys, my model of life is due unto you. So I know I need help. I know I need somebody looking out for me. I need people speaking my name in a positive way on my behalf when I'm not in the room. So I try to do that for other people. And last but not least, I'm consistent. I'm consistent on this podcast. I'm consistent on the, those posts on the internet. I'm consistently reaching out to brands. I'm consistently turning in proposals. I'm consistently focused on creating the best brunch and sleigh that I can create. And that's me. And that's my journey. And that's what I do every day to live the life and be that little engine who did and not just could. And until next time, I'm Amira and this is Brunch and Sleigh.